Welcome to the Bleed Midlife Bulimia Podcast with guest Karina Lifeart, holistic health practitioner and podcaster. Hi, okay, everyone. Sure. I am Laurieann, and mm-hmm. I am the host of Bleep Bulimia. And today I'm so pleased to have Karina Lifeart, and she is a holistic health practitioner and a podcaster. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. So let's start off by asking, how did you get to become a health practitioner? So my background is in marketing and management. And for many years, I was just following the classic um, perception of success, which is, you know, finishing study, finding a good job in a corporate world, buying apartment and just, you know, craving for material goods. And um, yeah, I was working uh, in a company, in a corporate world. And uh, at some point, um, I realized that this is not making me happy. At that time, I was uh, drinking a lot of alcohol. I was using drugs. I didn't uh, treat my body as a temple because I have multiple sexual partners. I was doing lots of things that were abusing my body, actually, and not taking care of myself. And uh, the good thing about this uh, this experience and this job was that uh, I uh, we we had a, like a sports car to different facilities, sports facilities. So I just took um, choose something that was the closest to my house, which is a yoga studio. And with this card, we had the access for free. And I started to coming to yoga, and I discovered how bad I am. Like I couldn't, you know, touch the floor. I couldn't touch my feet. And it was a really like slow process from yoga. It went to gym, to pole dancing. Uh, once, once I was watching a pole dance movie on YouTube with my friend, drinking wine, and we decided, oh, let's go to try a pole dance class. And um, we went for this class, uh, and I fell in love in pole dancing. And my friend didn't go any, any, um, never again. Um, but that led me, the pole dance led me to start to train more, to start to, rate, uh, to learn about nutrition, um, to start to stop drinking alcohol because the pole tra- uh, dancing trainings were more important for me and not having a hangover <laughs> than, um, than having a party. But uh, even yesterday, I was writing a post on my social media that quitting alcohol and uh, let's say any substances and all, all this kind of stuff, uh, was not that difficult like than realizing um, to change my environment and change my um, relationship and my people around me because um, I thought like because I know someone for years and they are my friends uh, I just can't quit on them but they were not supporting my vision and my job and they were keep pulling me into going to the parties and even sometimes they were angry that I'm not drinking and make me feel bad about myself. So that was, I think, the, the hardest part for me. And this process took around 10 or 15 years uh, when I was uh, starting to like really um, studying on a different schools and nutrition, personal training, uh, um, holistic health, start to take online courses also and uh, open my studio um, in Poland, uh, which also... Uh, gave me a experience on how not to make a business and push me out of Poland to live in Iceland, 
but living in Iceland also make my dream happen when I can now live in Mexico and and uh, be in Tulum and yeah I always wanted to live in a tropical country so everything has a reason to on the path and uh, yes for many years I work with people now online and I'm also sharing my passion and trying to inspire other people to treat the body as a temple on my podcast. That's wonderful. And we were just speaking earlier about how there are some people who think if I move, if I run away, if I change my location, I might be able to, like in case of bulimia, be recovering from bulimia or might be changing, you know, the party world or whatever, but you're still bringing your mindset and your body with you. Yes, correct. Um, emotions, while buried, they never die. It means that the energy that we have, the emotions, can be only transformed. It, it cannot be destroyed. This is the law, law of physics. So if we are not working on the interior and on these emotions and just like trying to suppress them, they're going to come into our life in a different ways. It can lead to other chronic diseases, even like a cancer or depression or Um, anything so that's why one of the most important things in my journey I think is my spiritual practice uh, meditation and journaling I think the journaling is like a game changer in my life and this is not an instant shift it's not like you take a pill like a painkiller and after half an hour you stop feeling pain this is also a process that takes sometimes months and for and I had the period of time when I was writing in my journal answer to a couple of questions. Who, may I, who am I? Just over time, I started to see a pattern like, ah, okay, this is actually my dream. And that helped me to be in the intuition to um, make choices during the day that are lead me to, um, to better fulfillment. By journaling and meditating, I build my intuition and that helps me not even making a choices when it comes to health and like food or exercises that starts to become my lifestyle, a part of me. Yeah. I like that. What you're saying about journaling about who am I? I think that that's important because uh, um, I know some of the people have helped there. Um, and again, in the bulimia side of it, they talk a lot about the food and, and their, their eating disorder, but they refuse to talk about what be, may be underlying the reasons why they have an eating disorder. So it's like food is taken over and they, they, they hold on to that and talk about that rather than wanting to deal with the other stuff. And, and I agree with you. Journaling is excellent in order to yes, find something um, better. With the food, it's... Uh very tricky subject i have not experienced bulimia per se in my life however when i started to learn about nutrition and becoming a personal trainer it was because also i was not happy with my body and after many years of drinking i thought i need to lose a lot of weight so i was like training hard and i was learning about nutrition so i started to be very obsessed also with the food and I think at some point, I think I saw many women are super obsessed always with food. Even if they are not per se in a, in a bulimia, they always have some issue. Like I cannot eat this, I cannot eat that. I am, um, I cannot eat at that time. I cannot eat, um, I don't know, uh, from a plastic or from a glass or whatever. Like there is always something around. And yeah, 
actually just like recently I started to kind of like let it go a little bit because everything is designed for us and it's not going to be a big deal if I'm going to eat ice cream you know once a month it's not my daily nutrition to eat sugar or drinking alcohol or anything like that but if I'm going to have you know a glass of wine once once a month or once a three months in my case usually it's more like that it's also okay not getting stressed about that so much and more focusing about yes as you said my general picture of who I am not who I am in the certain moment when I am I'm maybe getting out of my routine or maybe getting out of the the perception of like eating eating super healthy and and following my um my plan with the nutrition and this is things that we are not taught in school actually we we no one is taught, uh, teaching us that how to build the relationship with the body we are learning mathematics physics you know how to earn money how to design your career all kinds of stuff which are of course very interested in useful but the only place we live in is our body our guts, maybe how we do we feel ease in our body, or maybe we feel some pain. Those are the things that are um, telling us what to do in a certain day. And that is true. And and those pains, though, and I agree with you too. If you're journaling, sometimes those pains come out on paper. Yeah, and it's good on paper because for some reason that helps us to see distance from this and. Um, Sometimes I catch myself for making a lot of drama in my head and then I put it on the paper and I read it and I'm like, what's, what's actually a big deal? Like, <laughs> what's going on? That is so true. So I, I like that spirituality part of it too, because I think sometimes we separate the mind from the body, but, and although they're separate, they're also interconnected. Yeah, the body mirrors the mind. So they, they are like a marriage. Um, they cannot not live uh, without each other. And um, like even yesterday, I had some food po poisoning and <laughs> I was really in a bad state. But my thought was like, what, what is this actually about? Is it really I ate something? Or maybe my body is telling me that I'm suppressing something in my life. And when I started to feel about emotions, like, why is it coming for me today? I realized that um, I've been struggling with a lot of limiting beliefs last day and, and days. And I was like catching myself on like really, um, really out of nowhere thinking, bad thinking about myself. I was even yesterday on a meeting with a lot of amazing women. And my thinking was like, oh, they are so great. I'm not that great like them, you know, like they are so successful. I'm not successful like them. And then I was like thinking like, Karina, but they are your friends on the same level. You know, it's, it, it doesn't matter. Like, why are you talking this to myself? And this is just an example from yesterday. And for a couple of days, it was just like following me as like so tense because of these emotions that uh, helped me to purge this outside through this sickness get this inside because I would not think inside me I was like just keep um, having these thoughts instead of like realizing that I don't need to have them they are not mine this is not true actually about myself 
And even through this poisoning and when I was like feeling bad, it was like physical manifestation of what is actually happening inside my soul because I'm also trying to work on my new courses online, on my business, and I have lots of limiting beliefs about that. And I, I'm trying to get rid of this because I know it's not true because I am creating my destiny and my life and I am deciding am I, if I'm going to be successful or not, no one else. And yeah, that kind of helped me to, um, to get rid of these bad feelings and also helped me to notice them and, um, and take my attention to instead of like trying to suppress this and like think, oh, why I have these feelings, like acknowledge them. Okay, yeah, I do have them. They are next to me, but this is not my dream. This is not my goal. My goal is to uh, pursue, um, pursue on my dream and keep going and make it happen because we are all equal in this world. We are actually all one. So it's it, it just mm, doesn't matter, you know, um, who I am with. We We are on the same level and I need to decide that I am successful. That's like taking the energy from those successful people and taking some of that in instead of the toxic stuff that goes from our minds, right? So. Exactly. And you said about like people like changing the environment when I, they're trying to get out of the, the bulimia. Um, but like if they're not uh, working on emotions, mm, it's not helping. Um, I think it should kind of go in parallel. I mean, Changing the environment is just um, acknowledging uh, to help your disease um, to recover. It's not everything. It's not that you change environment and everything's going to be good. It's like with the medicine, like the, the peel, like a painkiller, that's not going to fix the problem. It can help you to kind of have a breath, you know, step back for a while but you need to do the job to find the core of the pain and prevent it. So the environment that can help you to take a breath, to help you to take your thoughts out of the, the problem for a while, maybe see a beauty around and, and have some different feelings. But you need to keep doing the job inside yourself to integrate yourself with the environment, to really embody this different circumstances around you and the different you yeah i agree with that it was like you said you know you have to certain friends you have to let go of but by letting go of them you still have to work on yourself but you're right an environment is the start but there's still the continuance i just uh i think it's wonderful what you're doing and thank you very much for being vulnerable and talking about your own um feelings of limiting beliefs uh, that's one thing I feel that a lot of people have issues with, not just women, men too. It's like, seems almost universal right now. For for a long time, when I started to, to be a health practitioner, I was ashamed to talk about my story about also alcohol, you know, and partying. And, and, and then I realized that this is actually what makes me authentic because people are struggle, struggling the same way as I, I did. And by sharing this story and by sharing what I'm actually like working on in my life and what I'm struggling with, I can, I can show them actually a process, how it looks like. And that helps them to, 
also have hope in their life and not being stuck and like starting to take a first step. Maybe it's five minutes meditation. Maybe it's, you know, one journal. Maybe it's going to some different place to eat than usual or meeting someone new or going to some event that they were afraid to go because they don't know anyone, but they know they, they know that might that might actually help them to meet some new people and shift their mindset to start being interested in the different things in their life that will help them to recover from not only bulimia from any trauma that that they are working on to recover because the life brings trauma and there is no person without any you know traumatic experience the, the older we get the more <laughs> those experience we have but the holistic health doesn't mean that you are uh, healthy per se and it means that you know how to deal with challenges in a healthy way with so with whatever comes on your way and is a challenge is a disease or is some something that is not working with you in your life you know how to manage this you know how to navigate it you know how to find a way to transform this I like that. That makes a lot of sense. That it's not going to take away everything, but it'll help you get through it. Yeah. Awesome. So tell us a yes. little bit about your podcast, because you're a podcaster. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so it's called The Body is a Temple, because this is my mission to inspire people to realize that we are living in a temple. Um, it's available or on all um platforms like a Spotify, iTunes or any other podcast uh, platforms and to make it uh, short what is it about I'm telling it about health and spirituality because now I'm currently uh, in Tulum and I had um, uh, I have the opportunity to meet many people who work with health from the spiritual uh, point of view so like how to connect with your heart how to become an innerpreneur um, how to um, go to the spiritual journey and discover of who you really are. So I'm talking about those kind of things, but I also have more science-based uh, episodes about uh, women um, cycle syncing or about the different kinds of biohacking uh, discoveries for longevity. Um, so I'm trying to broad and bring a wide variety of topics to my audience, and then they can choose um, what resonates with them. Uh, the the thing that I'm always trying, like always, I always do in my podcast, I always give some simple call to action, um, call to action, action for people. So I always ask my uh, my listeners, like, what can they, uh, my my um, guests, what they can advise to the listeners. One thing that they can start do from today that can shift their life, shift their health. So in each episode, there's at least one simple things that everybody can uh, try on after after each episode. Oh, that's fun. That's a good idea. Never thought of that. <laughs> For me, I like to make sure that our listeners go and visit you and learn more about you. So if you can tell my listeners where they can find you. Yes, thank you so much. Um, on the social media, Instagram and Facebook, uh, um, I'm at kari.life.art. It's K-A-R-I.life.art. 
and this is the best way to actually find me. Um, I'm, my main platform is uh, Instagram. Uh, you can find the link to my podcast over there. You can also find the photos of the speakers and descriptions of the episodes. But also you can find um, my stories, my pictures and my thoughts about the holistic health. Uh, my big passion uh, last month is uh, scientific stretching because this is also a way to work with our body and the scientific stretching um, shows how you can build this uh, spiritual relationship through stretching, through noticing uh, different tension in your body, um, through self-observation. So uh, I also have my online courses who are guiding people uh, through how they can uh, improve uh, their body and fix uh, certain problems in, in their life, like a lower back. It's all on my Instagram. So if you get to the Instagram, you're going to find me there and uh, links to those uh, courses. So yeah, that's the best way to, to find me online. Wow, thank you so much. And that's, I've never heard of that, the stretching part of that. That's actually funny because I was doing stretching for the first time in a long time. <laughs> And it felt really good, but I never thought that it could be connected to, you know, the other parts of, you know, the... Yeah, so, so depending on what you are stretching, you can work with the certain chakras also. So I don't want to dive too, too deep with this one, but that uh, helps us to, yeah, to open up uh, certain areas in our life. Yeah. Wow. So everybody... Look into that. That is really interesting. Thanks again so much for being my guest. Really appreciate it. And uh, looks like you're enjoying the weather. We have a lot of rain up here in the Toronto area, but uh, good for you for getting to Mexico and, uh, and yes, for all the work that you're doing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. This weekend, this week is very hot. So uh, I hope this um, heat will gonna go to Canada also. <laughs> Sending you love and light from Mexico. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for having me. Thank you. Take care. Thank you for listening to this episode. Be sure to visit me at bleepbulimia.com.